0: I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get text by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. The only person in the world to whom your life is super important is you. Everybody else, they got to put their life in the number one slot, not yours. Stay all day. exceptional. Work on your game. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. The reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want. Most of you do that. It's not because they're not willing to do the work. Most of you do a whole lot of that. It's because they never ask themselves the third key question, which is who do I need to be? I wrote a book called The Mirror of Motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called The Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. And that sounds like the missing link in your process. And let me give you a hint. It is the missing link in your process. I'll give you a free copy of The Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically in the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is, you get one sentence. Before we get into this, me remind everybody, I send out a text message every day, guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point every week, does the same thing, one of them is called the Daily Motivation, other was called the Monday Motivation, guess what is which? You can get these texts, all you got to do is be a member of my text community, text me at my number to join, my number is 305-384-6894, it is free to join the text community once you text me. We'll tell you what your options are for how often you like to hear from us and get our messages. Again, that is that number is down below in the description. Secondly, work on your game university. That is the only place that I do any coaching. Any of you who would like to work with me directly, be coached by me. There is one way to do it and one way only. That is by being in Work On Your Game University. The link to the university is down below in the description here. That is the place where we help people through our four-part framework, which is mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability. For your business and your life, we focus on personal and professional development. There is not limited to just one because many of the things that happen in our businesses bleed out into our lives. Many of the things that happen in our lives bleed into our businesses. So we're not drawing a line of separation between the two. Again, that's that link is down below in the description as well. So with that out of the way, let's get into today's topic, which is again, you get one sentence. Now, where'd this topic come from? Why am I talking about this? I'm on the alumni email list for my college. Just an alumni email that basically gives you a couple updates and it'll say something like, here's some graduate who got a new job or somebody who graduated here who maybe has written a book or here's how one graduate has come back and they are volunteering at the campus or they ask people to come volunteer or here's why you should join our alumni association and give money every month, stuff like that. Or it'll be like something that's happening currently on campus, or some new person got promoted to, you know, dean of students, or just normal, regular boilerplate stuff that happens on campus. They're just keeping you updated, trying to keep people tapped in because biggest thing colleges want, especially when you're an alumni, is they want you to give money to the university. But there's one section of this email that I always notice, and it's called in memoriam, and in memoriam is a listing of the people who died, at least the ones they know about, who are graduates of the College who passed away. And this all gets summarized, at least in this email. It's basically one sentence. So it'll be the name of the person. It'll be the year that they graduated from the college. And then it will say when they died, what they passed away on April 27th, you no, know, whatever year. That's pretty much what it gets. They summarize this person's entire existence down to one sentence. And I was looking at the latest one. There was a person who, by calculation, they say the year they graduated, not the year they were born, the year they graduated. So you don't know how old somebody was when they graduated, but assuming they were 22-ish, this person had died somewhere in their mid-60s. And the note about them in this email summarized 65, 66 years of life in one line, one sentence. And that's what I'm talking about here. I'm drawing a parallel between that and you, because they're going to do the same thing to you. If you happen to go to a college where they, and they happen to find out that you died, they're going to do the same thing to you. You get one sentence. That's all you get. Today's masterclass, though I understand that yes, there'll be other celebrations of your death besides just in your college's email. Today's masterclass is most importantly a wake-up call for everyone about the shortness of time which we have and what we need to do with and about it. That's what this is about. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is you get one sentence. Number one, the more time that has passed after you die, the less the details of your life will matter. Let me repeat this, because this is very important. The more time that passes after you die, the less the details of your life will matter to anyone. The only things that will matter are the headlines of your life. You get it when I say headlines. Those headlines get shorter and shorter the more time has passed since you've been gone. Sure, your family and close friends and your old coworkers. They're going to have a funeral and a wake and events in your memory, whatever is going to be, to remember you and celebrate your life and all of that. The day of your funeral, your best friends are going to be asking, where are we going for lunch? Because they're hungry. This is how quickly you get forgotten, folks. When you're in that casket or in that urn or whatever happens to your body, uh, you get forgotten pretty quickly and life goes on. Life keeps going whether you are alive or not. This applies to all of us. And... Guess what? There are people you know who have died, and did you stop living because they died? No, you had to keep going. The bills are still due. Our job still got to get done. This is life; just goes on. And this is about you coming to grips with and appreciating the shortness of life, and therefore, hopefully, it creates some urgency within you to use this little bit of time that you have, because as soon as it's over, it's like everything about you is over. All the stuff, all the people who you think are thinking about you, caring about you, talking about you, reaching out to you, reading you, all that stuff. A lot of it is going to go away, and it's going to go away pretty fast. Now, look, maybe you create a lot of content. And people will still be consuming your stuff after you die. Yes, but understand, everybody has to move on somehow, some way. They got to move on, even if it means moving on to using your stuff again and you know, repurposing it for other purposes after you're gone. But the headlines of your life and only thing that's going to matter. The details won't matter. All the stuff that you were about to do, could have do, should have did, what it did, or none of that will matter. Nobody's even going to know. Only person who knows what you could have did is you ever thought about that? You're the only one who knows. Everybody else forgot. Now, again, the day of your funeral, your best friends are going to say, where are we going for lunch? I'm hungry. Not that they're going to completely forget you by the end of the day, but they are hungry and they got to go eat lunch. The whole point being, life goes on with or without you. Your life is only super important, honestly, to you. The Only person in the world to whom your life is super important is you. Everybody else, they gotta put their life in the number one slot, not yours, because they all gotta live theirs. This includes your kids, includes your spouse, includes your, your best friends, people who spend time with you every day. They still gotta prioritize their lives when yours is done. Just the truth, folks. Attention all health enthusiasts. Let me tell you how to stay hydrated and healthy when you drink water. Are you tired of constantly worrying about the quality of the water you consume? We all know how important it is to stay hydrated and quench our thirst with clean refreshing water but we're risking our health with every gulp by drinking contaminated tap water so introducing aqua true the ultimate solution to your hydration woes unlike ordinary water filters that leave traces of impurities behind aqua true guarantees your peace of mind with its advanced four stage reverse osmosis technology this revolutionary water filter is designed to remove up to 99% of harmful contaminants such as lead, chlorine, pesticides, and even pharmaceuticals, believe that. Before you dismiss AquaTrue as too good to be true, let's address one thing. Some users have noticed that the filter replacement process can be a bit time consuming. However, this minor inconvenience is more than outweighed by the top-notch performance and unmatched purity that AquaTrue produces. Now why does AquaTrue stand out from the crowd? While other water filters struggle to effectively eliminate impurities, AquaTrue does it in literally seconds. I got them. I know. I have them right here in my office. Its powerful filtration system ensures that you and your loved ones can enjoy crystal clear water that not only tastes great, but also promotes optimal health. But wait, there's more. AquaTrue separates itself from the competition with its sleek and compact design. It actually looks great on your kitchen countertop. No more bulky water filter pitchers taking up precious refrigerator space. AquaTrue fits seamlessly on your countertop, providing you with an unlimited supply of pure, refreshing water, literally at the touch of a button. So no more worrying about hidden contaminants that may lurk in your water because with AquaTrue, you can sip and savor each glorious glass of water, knowing that your health is no longer at risk. So you stay hydrated, stay healthy, and say goodbye to those mediocre filtration systems. So. Health focused individuals don't settle for less when you can have the best. Experience the Aqua True difference today and gift yourself the purest, cleanest water imaginable. Go to slash AT, that stands for Aqua True, and get $100 off any Aqua True filter. Again, that's slash AT and get $100 off any Aqua True filter. Do not miss out on this opportunity to revolutionize your hydration game Your body, Well, thank you. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is you get one sentence. Number two. Now, there are a couple ways that you can respond to this realization. You could look at it with a fatalistic mindset, which says that all the stuff that you're doing now is all for naught and completely useless, since one day it will end and it's not going to matter anymore anyway. At least most of the details won't matter anymore. You could look at things this way. You have this choice. And this is the way many people live their lives. Well, I'm going to be dead one day anyway, so it doesn't matter these people are often known as losers, underachievers, the mediocre. These are people at the bottom of the pyramid, holding up the pyramid for the winners up at the top. That's what they are because they spend their entire lives not striving for nor achieving much because they look at it as if, well, it's all a waste of time and effort anyway. You have this as an option. I'm laying out your options. That's what I do here on this show and in my material. I tell you what your options are. You can choose whichever choice you want. I'm just laying them out and let you know what your choices are. You got to make the choice though, because You're the one who has to live with it, not me. Okay, so that's one option. You do have this choice. I would suggest, however, that you look at this same reality through a different lens. That would be one of urgency and excitement because you have such a short time. And because it will disappear with you when you're gone, you might as well make the most of the opportunity that you do have while you are here. I mean, you might as well. Why not? If you're here, you might as well make the most of it. Since you got to be here, can't wait to begin. Can't wait to get to it. Can't wait to achieve as much as you can. Can't wait to be more urgent and achieve more in your life since this time is so short. Same reality as the fatalistic mindset, just a different paradigm, just a different way of looking at the exact same reality. Because reality is just reality. There are different realities because we can each create different realities in our minds, but there is one reality that we all got to deal with is that we're all going to die. All right. I don't care how you choose to look at things, everybody's going to die at some point. At least according to current science, everybody's going to die. Now, you can have a different way of looking at that death. And I just laid out two choices for you. This means all the stuff that you've been planning on doing, all the stuff that you're going to do when XYZ happens, or all the stuff you would do if ABC was in place, if things were different in your life, well, when things change, when the kids get out of school, if you had more money, et cetera, et cetera, all those when if things that you would do, could do, should do. You need to think about how you will make things different in your life so that you can actually do those things instead of putting them off for later and later and later until there is no later and they never happen. And this is one of the tragedies of human life. And this is a tragedy that probably every person can probably think of because everybody has something because there are no perfect scenarios in life. There are only trade-offs and no human being is perfect. So we all have these trade-offs. There are some humans who say, I wish I had worked harder on this particular aspect of my career because I could have achieved more and I would have had more accomplishments and it would have created more who knows more ROI for me whatever that means for you happiness success money etc and they didn't do it and they have that regret there are other people who say man I worked so hard to put so much into my career I didn't spend enough time with my loved ones I wish I had done that instead they have that regret there are people who have other things so what's one of the things right now that you feel like you're not doing as much as you could and if you passed away tomorrow You would have to die knowing that you didn't do as much as you could in that particular era. What is that for you? Everybody has at least one. There's no human being that has zero. Everybody has at least one. Why? Because there are no perfect scenarios. There are only trade-offs. So everyone has something in which they have made a trade-off. Because I'm doing this, I'm not doing that. Also known as an opportunity cost. No one is devoid of this. So you need to decide what opportunity cost you're okay with and what are you going to get in exchange for that cost? And you better make sure you get it. Uh, You're not going to spend as much time with your family because you want to build your career. Okay, then that career better get built. You're not going to spend as much time with your career because you want to spend time with your family. Okay, then that time better get spent. So if you're deciding to make this trade off, then that trade off better be worth it. Are you doing the things that make that trade off worth it? Yes or no? This is a yes or no, black and white binary question. Are you doing it? So if you say you're trading your family time for a career time, then your career better look the way it's supposed to look, given that you're putting all your resources into it. The same thing, vice versa with your family or any other area of your life. It can be a micro level, a micro area of one of these. Maybe it's with a specific child or a specific significant other or a specific area of your business or career or whatever it's going to be. But you got to stop putting things off until later because eventually for every human being, there is no later. And again, this is not subjective. This applies to everybody. Eventually for every single one of us, there is no later. And either it, it happened or it didn't. This is a good thought to remind yourself of on a daily basis, not just every once in a while. The more often you can remind yourself of this, what I believe will happen, and we're each wired differently, but here's what I'm going to theorize would happen if you reminded yourself of this more often. You would have more pep in your step. You would have more urgency. You would get less bogged down in less nonsense, day-to-day nonsense that doesn't really matter in the big picture. You would focus more on the big picture of where you're trying to go. You would vibrate on a higher frequency simply because you're focusing on higher frequency things and higher frequency thoughts, and this vibration is a real thing, that would attract to you people who are on that frequency, things and opportunities that are on that frequency. It would change your life on a holistic level and on a qualitative level because you're thinking on a higher level. You're thinking on a higher plane. If you started focusing on, hey, what's the big picture here? And how do I make sure I make this big picture look as good as it can, just in case today's the last day I get to work on? Let me repeat that question. What's the big picture here? And how do I make sure I make this picture look as good as it can just in case this is my last day to work on it? You know, those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway? Yeah, those days. We call those days the third day. Everyone has them no matter what it is that you do. And you need to, if you're gonna be a professional, Have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Get a free copy of that book how to separate yourself, the pro, from the amateurs by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is you give one sentence. Number three. This is all about putting yourself in an offensive rather than defensive mindset. Offensive means you are moving towards and going towards and using, you no know, creating initiative to make circumstances the way that you want them to be. Whereas defense is you're back on your heels and you're kind of being pushed around and you are having the terms of life dictated to you by life itself rather than you dictating terms. I'd rather you be on offense than be on defense. There is a book titled Power Versus Force written by author by the name of David Hawkins. I have yet to read this book, but I've heard many good things about it. And one part of the book, at least from what was summarized to me, it talks about the level of consciousness that most human beings live with and for the most part stay with their entire lives. They never escape past a certain level of consciousness because there are different levels of consciousness. There's a really high level of frequency, like the Buddhist monks live at, and there's a low vibrational frequency, like some person who's not doing much and is pretty mediocre at best, they have a different frequency. And the lowest levels are. People who are living in a space of shame, guilt, fear, and anger—those are the lowest levels of consciousness at which someone can live, at least according to this author, David Hawkins. And I agree with this. Shame, guilt, fear, and anger are low frequency level energies. Now, is there value to be getting gotten from fear? Yeah, because sometimes fear can get you away from a bear that's trying to kill you, and anger can be channeled into a proper type of energy that can move you to perform at a really high level, at least in short bursts. But you don't want to live in these spaces. You can't live your life in anger. I could be angry for 20 minutes to score 30 points in a basketball game, but I want to live my life angry. All right. That's not a good energy to walk around with. It can actually create more problems than it solves. In my experience, most people live their lives mired in fear. Not anger, but fear. Because anger is often a sub-result of fear. But many people live their lives just in just straight up fear and make most of their decisions and take most of their actions based on that fear and their attempt to play defense against the fear. In other words, they're afraid of something and they're trying to defend themselves from the thing that they're afraid of. They'll live their whole lives and they make all their decisions based on that fear. How do I stay away from that thing that I'm afraid of? This is how most people live. And again, fear is a extremely low level of consciousness and When you're on a low frequency of content, that low vibration of fear, it never leads to abundance. I was going to say rarely, but the more accurate thing is never. An energy of fear never leads to abundance. Can anyone here tell me any time that fearfulness led you to abundance? You can't. It doesn't happen. So it's a trick question. Now, while I'm sure Dr. Hawkins in his book explains this concept in much more depth than I'm giving it here in this point, what I want you to understand is that by putting yourself in a mindset of playing life on offense, you are no longer focused on fear because you can't be fearful and play offense. You got to pick one. You cannot be fearful and play offense in life. When you're fearful, you're on defense. So when you start putting yourself on offense, you lose the focus of the fear. You start focusing on where you're going and not on protecting yourself from something. And the longer you stay out of that fear, even if you do it in short bursts, the easier it is to stay away from it permanently. I remember reading. Yeah, but was I reading this? No, this was um something I heard Fifty Cent say in an in interview that he did. Most of you know who Fifty Cent is. So his story, his backstory is that his first album was about to come out. He got shot nine times, damn near died, came back from the death, put his finally recuperated. Took him a couple of years. Finally put his new album out. It was called Get Rich or Die Trying. He made a sold a bunch of records, made a bunch of money, and Fifty Cent became Fifty Cent. And Fifty tells the story of how after he got shot. So this is. It was clear that he had survived and he was going to live, but he was dropped from his record label. It was nothing good happened in his life other than the fact that he had survived death. But other than that, he didn't really had much going on. And 50 talked about how he was still afraid. After he got shot, he was very afraid because he had just gotten shot nine times. There were very few people who were willing to you know, ride with him because it, felt like it was a target on his back. And he was going to have to go back to his neighborhood. He didn't have any rust to go. And he was concerned. That the people who tried to kill him, realizing that they had not finished the job, would try to finish the job and kill him. So he had a lot of fear inside of him. And he had to, two things. He had to make a decision. I'll tell you this part first. And this is something I heard him say multiple times. He's he's like one of his mantras. He says, when something like that happens to you, a traumatic situation that could put you in a high level of fear, you have two choices. You could either allow the fear to consume you and you can live the rest of your life fearfully. Was what a lot of people do when something traumatic happens to them. Or you can completely drop the fear and start playing life on offense because knowing that you have survived that traumatic situation, you have nothing to be afraid of ever again. And 50 chose option B. He chose to play life on offense. And if you listen to 50 Cent's music, I think you can agree. He plays life on offense. I know it's just music, but there's only so many things you can say in a song that aren't really somehow in your head. Uh, I believe a good amount of that is how he actually thinks. Now, again, it's played up for dramatic theater of 100%, but you got to have some of that in your head in order for it to come out of your mouth. As I've said to you many times, you want to know how somebody's thinking, listen to them talk. Are they telling you a good amount of what their thoughts are? Now, I bring all that up when it comes to 50 Cent. I bring all that up when it comes to 50 Cent because another thing is in his book, The 50th Law, he talks about that, Uh, getting out of that mindset of fear. And again, starting to play life On offense, and a particular anecdote that he talked about that when he came back to his neighborhood, he was still in fear, and he was worried that no somebody would try to come kill him and no finish the job. Looked like somebody had gotten paid to kill Fifty Cent, but they failed to kill him, so they had to finish the job that they gotten paid to do. And Fifty said the only time that he didn't feel fearful when he went back to his neighborhood was when he and the few friends who did decide to stick by him, when he and those few friends went looking on an offensive mission, so to speak. They went looking for the guy who they believe was responsible for the shooting. So the only time he didn't feel fearful was when he was out looking for that guy, when he was on a scouting mission, looking for the guy who shot him because he was on offense at that point, because he had his gun, he was going to kill that guy. But other than that, he always felt fearful because he was back on his heels and wondering, hey, they might come get me. But when he put himself in the mode of, I'm going to go get them, the fear disappeared. And the point that I'm making here is not that you need to go out and shoot anybody or get shot, but... When you put yourself in that offensive mindset, the more often you're able to do it, the less you feel comfortable in that state of fear. And the more often you put yourself in that offensive mindset, the more the offensive mindset starts to feel normal to the point that it becomes your normal habit. And now you don't have to think about fear anymore because you're no longer in that mindset. The habit just disappears. We all know how habits work, right? We know how no behavior works. The more you do it, the more it becomes a habit. And unless you do it, you extinguish the habit. You put attention and focus on something, it grows. You ignore something, it disappears, it atrophies and goes away. This applies to fear and offense the same way it applies to anything else that you do. Just this change alone can create a lot of difference in your life. Let's recap today's class, which is you get one sentence. Again, I'm thinking about this from the emails that I get from my college alumni who always mention the people who died and they summarize their life in one sentence. Point number one, the more time that has passed after you die, the less the details will matter. Anything you didn't do, nobody will ever know because they will die in your brain. Nobody will know what you didn't do. All that's going to matter is the headlines of your life and those even get shorter the longer you go. And the day of your funeral, your best friend is going to be asking, where are we going for lunch? The whole point is, life is short and when it's over, but for the most part, all your stuff that you got going on, all your shit is over. Point number two. Now, there are a couple different ways you look at this. You look at this fatalistically, like, well, life is complete waste because it's going to end one day and it'll all be over. Or you look at it as, well, let me get urgent because it's going to end one day and it'll all be over. All right. Same reality, just a different choice of what paradigm you want to pick. And number three, this is all about putting yourself in offensive rather than a defensive mindset. Most people live their lives in a state of fear with a very low vibration, very low frequency, low level of consciousness. And it's the reason why many people never meet abundance in their lives because they are so focused on fear. Fear and abundance do not mix. They are oil and water. You have to pick one, folks. You either want to be abundant or you want to be fearful, but you cannot be both at the same time. You got to put yourself in a mindset of playing life on offense. When you, as soon as you put yourself in an offensive mindset, you can't focus on fear. You cannot play offense and be fearful at the same time. It's impossible. You have to pick one. When you put yourself in an offensive mindset, the fear disappears. And the more often you put yourself in an offensive mindset, like 50 Cent did when he was looking for the guys who had shot him so he could shoot them, you no longer communicate, not communicate, but connect with the fear because you're no longer in that mindset. And the less often you get in it, the more it atrophies and dies away. So you never know what that fear, you don't know what that energy is like anyway, anymore. You just extirpate it from your life. All that said, folks, text me to you in my text community. My number is 305-384-6894 and workwonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you can work with me directly. It's the only place to work with me directly. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Link is down below in the description below with My number and work on your game, Dre, all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305 384 6894. One more time, 305 384 6894. 6894 Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me 305-384-6894. People often ask me, Dre, is there any way that I could work with you directly? Is there any way that I could talk to you on a regular basis? Just ask you questions, share with you what I'm doing and just get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game, university.com. There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs, and we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game, university.com introducing ag1 newest sponsor of work on your game the all-in-one daily supplement that takes your health and well-being to new heights now you know me as a pro athlete i'm very meticulous about what i put in my body i still perform every day as an athlete i gotta make sure i'm putting good stuff in me so ag1 has a powerful blend of 75 essential vitamins minerals and whole food sourced ingredients and it is designed to provide comprehensive support for your body and your mind so imagine having a personal army of health experts working tirelessly to optimize your well-being. That is what AG1 is. It's a synergistic combination of prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more. Which means what? It means there's a bunch of stuff all working in harmony to fuel your body with the nutrients it craves. So say goodbye to the hassle of taking multiple supplements, get rid of that medicine cabinet that you have in your kitchen right now with all those pills, and embrace the simplicity of AG1, which is literally one scoop of this stuff with eight ounces of water in a shaker bottle that they provide, and that's all you need every day. But that's not all. There's more. When you try AG1 today, you'll receive a fantastic offer. Here it is. You're going to get a free one year supply of vitamin D, which is a vitamin nutrient, vital nutrient for strong immune system and strong bones, along with five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment. This means you'll have everything you need to take AG1 on the go and never miss a beat and your health routine. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and let's unlock the power of AG1 for a healthier, happier you.